Welcome back. It's Black Sports 980. I'm your host, Laws. We're in the building. We got a lot of stuff on the docket today. We got Kirk Cousins getting the money. Peyton Manning, Rams, Wizards, Combine, Oscars, all types of stuff. Uh, just all. Yeah, how y'all liking this weather right now? This weather is job boosting me. 60? She about to check on the grill now. Yeah, I almost throw, I almost went to work in a t-shirt, you know? I <laughs> had to change the change the name on the show, dog. Cause I almost <laughs> went outside like with some shorts and some flip-flops, dog. <laughs> it's got warm outside. Uh they, they're talking about a winter storm maybe on Friday though. So go ahead, dog. Stop. Stop. <laughs> no, yeah. No. Come on, dog. You know, you know, you know, so <laughs> If you ever went outside, like, I'm properly dressed when you was a kid, you know what your parents was going to say, better put on the coat so you don't catch pneumonia. Why Why black people always say you're going to catch pneumonia? <laughs> like, that's like the worst joke. I don't even know where they get that from. But nonetheless, did y'all, did y'all catch the Oscars the other night? No, I don't care about the Oscars. Come on, dog. Well, I know you heard about. I know you heard. I know you heard about what Chris Rock did on the Oscars. I'm here at the Academy Awards, uh, otherwise known as the uh, White People's Choice Awards. Uh, you realize if they nominated host, I wouldn't even get this job. Uh, uh-uh, I just saw you went hard body. All I saw was what your girl did. That's all I saw. What your girl did. That was so foolish. What, Stacey Dash? Yeah, it was terrible. I cannot wait to help my people out. Happy Black History Month. <laughs> Thank you. Well, this is the thing though. Uh, uh, Chris Rock set her up to do it. Cause it was supposed to be- She had to joke. agree to it though. Yeah. She did. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder who, I wonder who went. It had to be, it couldn't have been Chris Rock told her to do that. It had to be like somebody, like a, an exec. No, it was him. Duh, why why wouldn't it be Chris Rock? Like, don't nobody mess with her. I seen an interview where they asked Gabrielle Union about it. She was like, Who? Like who who is that? Like she 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 related to Dame Dash. She used to be on Rockefeller. Like 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 so everybody like like not claiming her, you know? So I don't know Chris Rock wouldn't have been the Got one to ask her. No, no, I think Chris Rock I think Chris Rock had was the like it was his idea. Because the joke was really, it wasn't for, this is the thing about the Oscars. And this is the thing about Chris Rock. It was a, the Oscars was primarily like a white forum. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like a white audience. And that joke wasn't for the white people at all. Cause, the, Cause if you heard like, you know, when she came out there, like the response was just like, like what? The joke was for the black people, but she was mock, like, she didn't know that she was like the butt of the joke. Or maybe she did, but, it didn't look like she knew. Nah, she know because she went backstage and started reading mean tweets. Happy Black History Month. <laughs> <laughs> had no yeah, idea. Like, yeah, she had no idea like the movie Clueless she was in, period. Yeah, like, no bull. She definitely looked clueless out there, Joe. But nonetheless, <laughs> Chris Rock, he, he went hard body. And, uh, you know, like we had some people over last night and they was talking about it. And some of the people felt like the he went too Academy hard. Awards, like he, Which means... This whole no black nominees thing has happened at least 71 other times. Okay? You gotta figure that it happened in the 50s, in the 60s, and black people did not protest. Why? Because we had real things to protest at the time. You know? 
raped and lynched to care about who won best cinematographer. He basically was like mocking the whole, you know, the whole Oscars situation, whatever, not nominating black people, no black people being nominated. Um, and I mean, that wasn't the only thing he said. Like he, he referred to, uh, he went at Jada Pinkett. Jada boycotting the Oscars is like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. Uh, which, and it was funny, you know. Um, Tyrese ain't have a, he ain't like that. So he took to Instagram. I'm like, dog, Tyrese need to just sit down somewhere, dog. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think, and the thing about it was, like, you know, he wanted to, like, make it like it was equal opportunity. Like, he wasn't just attacking, like, you know, I mean, white people. Like, he, you know, because his point was, like, Jada, he was like, last time I checked, he was, she, she does television. He was like, she didn't do no movies. So, like, <laughs> what did she, what did she boycott? Like, nobody invited her to. Like, what, you know what I mean? So she doesn't really have anything, like, any ground to stand on. Of course, she's doing it because of, of her husband, you know, Bill Smith or whatever. But, yeah, like, I, I thought it was clever. I, I thought it was funny. Yeah, I mean it was facts. Now one of the things, I mean, of course, he 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 referred to he you know he told a story about him being uh, at at a, at Obama's or whatever for some event, and he was like there, and it was like him and and, and a bunch of like black actors, or whatever, black people or whatever in in uh in the industry, and then he like looked at Obama and he's just like basically like these are the nicest white people, but. They don't give. They don't hire or give movies to black people, and is so it, is it burning cross racist? No. Is it fetch me some lemonade racist? No, 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 no. It's a, it's a different type of racist. You're damn right, Hollywood's racist, but it ain't the racist you th that you've grown accustomed to. Hollywood is sorority racist. It's like we like you, Rhonda, but you're not a kappa. I mean, some people, I guess, were in an uproar about it, saying that he was just, it was too controversial or they couldn't enjoy it. Because even my black friends were saying that they were uncomfortable, like, watching it all the way through because every time, like, Chris Rock was up there, they made, like, some type of, like, racial statement. So it was an uncomfortable night for the Oscar. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't agree with that. Like, I didn't see the entire, um, you know, monologue or whatever, but I saw enough of it. And my thing is... Like, he was just pointing out facts. I mean, and like how he, he capped it off by saying, I mean, the thing is, like, as blacks, like, we just want more roles. Like, we just want the opportunity. Like, you know, Leo, obviously no shot at Leo. We, I think we probably all can, you know, admit or say that he's great. And, and obviously he, just, he won his first uh, Oscar. But it's like, you know, he gets all of these roles thrown at his way. And obviously there are a ton of amazing black actors um, that aren't even nominated like there was there weren't even any movies nominated so he was just bringing to the light like, like we just want the opportunity and i think the way that he went about it like he was clever i mean like that's the problem like we never want to talk about race like we want to sweep it under the rug like it doesn't exist because you know people want to be comfortable like that's why we're here where we are today because it never gets talked about like it just keeps like that the whole theory like you're kicking the can down you know, you're just kicking it down the road for the next generation the next people to come along and, and it's never discussed and so like i think the way he did it is just bringing light making jokes of it i i think you know i i don't see why i was in the uproar but then again you know they make an uproar of everything you know like going back to the beyonce halftime show so 
So, so the question is, and I, I'll ask you, Aaron, but like, like, what has changed anything? Like, does does Chris Rock, for however long the, the Oscars lasted, making all these white people feel uncomfortable uh, <laughs> for the whole night, does that does that do anything? The only two things that affect the way white people operate is if their money is in question or their safety. And if neither one of those two things are affected, then nothing's going to change, period. They don't care what the world thinks about them or uh, what black people think about them or anything. Mm. What you think, D? Have, have any any weight? No, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> an award oh, show man. that we win no awards in. Why would that ever change? Period. You know, with the attention and the way that you know he went about it, that it would change. But I mean, it's hard to say, man. Because when you look at society in general. Um, and it's like D said, like it's 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 an award show, and that's probably how they look at it, like you know, hey, and and so yeah, I don't think I I would like to say that it's going to change something. I hope so, but I mean, I can't you know say that with certainty. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this one question: Do you believe that letting Chris Rock be in the host was a constellation prize from all the yes. that was getting earlier? Yes. Okay, so let me yes. ask you this: Do you think that they would ever let another black host? <laughs> the Oscars again. <laughs> that's yeah, the change. The thing. I think so. That's I the change. So. No, Liz, listen. I think that they will, but but I think that in this circumstance, right, the way Chris Rock went hard body the whole night, like if next year, if nothing else, they're gonna think about nominating a black person because they were like, damn, we don't want we don't want to have to go through that again. Like sometimes it's not even like the the method in which change comes about it's just that you get to change you know what i'm saying and so i think for for an awareness standpoint like if nothing else next year they'll go into it like dang the bama chris rock went hard but like if we don't like at least they'll give it some thought when they're nominating these different people because i mean but, but harold it, go, it goes back to the whole thing as far as about being uncomfortable it's just because like you're uncomfortable because you you know it's right even though you don't want to acknowledge it like deep down mm-hmm. like they know what they know what's going on but they don't want to acknowledge it so it's getting swept under the rug so it, it's really uncomfortable because they know that he's right and so that that's where the whole thing comes from so i mean because you can't tell me that there aren't any any ever ever any black movies that are nominated or hardly ever any black actors that are nominated and it's just always so funny because like the roles that they've won, you know, their Oscars from when you think of Holly Berry and Denzel, like, I mean, like people like look at the role, like Denzel was a, a, a gangster, a corrupt gangster in training day when like many argue he should have won it from for either Philadelphia, Malcolm X, like they weren't going. So that's the other thing that is always funny to me, like the roles yeah. that they win. Yeah. Those. So, yeah, that's the that's the whole thing, man. Like, so, I mean, I hear you. I like to. You know, I like to think that, you know, it's going to open some eyes and, you know, they'll take that into consideration. But we'll see. I mean, the other big issue that I heard a little while back, they said a big problem is actually the diversity in the academy. Like, it's not really that much diversity on the academy. So when you talk of watching these movies or, you know, getting the nods, if, if the whole academy is predominantly white, I mean, yeah, they're probably not check. Even though you would one would think that you want to check out all movies. They're probably not checking out, you know, uh, mo- black black movies, but uh, whatever, or movies where there's a, a leading black role and stuff like that. So, I mean, that's the unfortunate thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I know I'm gonna be on an island with this too. You know, probably where I'm about to go. But I feel like another reason it was so uncomfortable because it wasn't funny to me. To me, it was like the Rihanna joke was funny and a couple of other things. But for the most part, to me, it was kind of a mess. It's like he was just saying just to say it. It's like it's either was genius, like he was purposely making stuff not funny to make people uncomfortable, or I mean, I don't know. Let's talk. Sports. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that's what you get when you get Chris Rock. Ah, uh, yeah, man. Let's let's go. <laughs> so since we're gonna jump into sports, we're gonna jump into my man. Young, I'm about to get a tattoo of this by my name on my on, on my shooting hand. <laughs> by my Steph Curry, it's the truth, dog. Saturday night, young, I'm changing the Batman. His name, I ain't calling him Steph Curry no more. I'm calling him PayPal. It's the bad my money, dog. U.S. Mint and Treasury, <laughs> two steps in front of half. The Batman is real. So if for those who didn't see the game, but young, first of all, I, I want to tell you how vicious it is. Two things. What? One, my wife, she don't like Steph Curry. And I Bro, can't what understand are you talking why. About, man? Wow. But the other night, we were watching the game, and she was like, I don't get it. Like, why everybody's so enamored with Steph Curry, blah, blah, blah. Like, is he really that good? Woo, 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 woo. Like, <laughs> what? So we watching the game. We sitting, we chilling. Then Batman hits the three. Buckets. I'm like, oh. I'm like, you know, after he gets his ankle stepped on i don't know if he went in the back and then he just took his ankle off and put a new ankle on and you know what i'm saying because he a cyborg and then he came back and then right as soon as he comes back he gets a steal as soon as he came back in the game they cut the lead down to three and they were down by like nine or ten or close to double digits so he comes in the game buckets buckets it comes goes down to the wide overtime comes the bama shoots two steps in front of half like He's unreal. Like 2K, the the game 2K can't even formulate the the, the uh like the the programmers who write the programs for 2K it, can't even the logic a player for, for Steph Curry. <laughs> so this Bama is breaking the molds of video game. Like the video game, he fake. He's more fake than a video game. That's you don't even know if you don't play video games. You don't even know how fake a video game can be. So you don't even understand that. Oh, that's like leap years out of your mind. Dog. He's ridiculous. He's ridiculous. So, so, the, so the question is: Is Steph Curry the best shooting scorer ever? He's the best shooter of all time, without a doubt. Not the best scorer though. I would say the he's definitely the best shooter because the guy's scoring like forty points, and he may go to the free throw line like three or four times. It's all off of three pointers. Like it's ridiculous. So best shooter, yes, because the fact that he already broke his three point record with all these games left in the season still. This dude, the guy's ridiculous in terms of this pure shooter. Like creating his shot, making a three, coming off screens, making a three, pick and rolls, making a three. It doesn't matter. Spot up making a three, you know what I'm saying? He can make it any way, coming past half court, pulling up. But the same form that he shoots the three-pointer, no matter where he's out on the floor, coming past half court. So, yeah, he is the best shooter, despite what Reggie Miller thinks, but he is the best shooter of all time. I think I think I think Reggie Miller conceded. Say he, he did. The best. Oh, okay, because at first he was kind of talking about yeah, the, yeah. Though all I know is I looked at Steve Kerr face and that Bama. He looked like he went to publishing clearinghouse. He was like, when <laughs> the Batman had to jump back in, he was like, oh, I won? We won? Like, like he didn't know what was going on, though. Like you we were talking about co- is it coaching or is it the players? Like like last week, 
Bruh, yeah, case closed. It's the pledge, y'all. Yeah. The look, 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 this is how you know Pop prepared you, how prepared he was. Like, you know, in terms of, like, you know, Bill Belichick of football always ready for everything. Like, they had already discussed that. And Steph, because they asked Steph, Steph was like, yeah, I mean, if we got it off, he was like, you know, you know, go ahead and push it. So that's why no time I was called. So Steph already knew what it was. Iggy was like, when he got the board, he the first person he looked for was Steph, and he found him. And, and then, I, as we know, the rest is history. But, I mean... Like so, like it's, it's 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 a combination of both, man. It's, right. Like I said, they've lost one game since Kerr's been back. They lost four with with um, you know Walton, who did a good job. But they've lost one game since Kerr has been back, and he's eighty. I think I think he's eighty six and like fourteen or something like that over these two years. Something ridiculous like that. So like it's a combination of both. But as far as Steph, man, yeah, Steph, he he he's the best best shooter of all time. Like. He, uh, I think he ha- he already owns four of the top five three point seasons in NBA history already, Bruh. and he's already second all time, only behind his coach Steve Kerr Bruh. for percentage. So when you think about how many shoot, how many threes he shoots, Bruh. and the fact that he's second all time in the history of NBA for percentage, Bruh. I mean that's absurd. That's absurd. But yeah, so. Like, he had it rolling once again, man. Like you said, when he went down with that ankle, I was a little bit nervous. We we know his history with that. He came back. I think the only one that hit the rim was the first shot when he came back in. It bounced up and went in. Everything else was all net. Like, so, I mean, hands down, he the best shooter. Like, as far as score, like, he, he, he has to do it, you know, a little more than just this year. But I did see a, a graphic earlier today where – it's a chance that he could get most improved player as well because the the highest ever jump from one year to the next Bruh. from a former from a uh, MVP the previous year was Larry Bird and his scoring average jumped four point four points. Bruh. Steph Curry's this year is six point nine points up from last year. Bruh. So that's the type of you know what we're dealing with right now from Steph Curry. No, let me just say this: this game is up there with one of the greatest finishes in a game of all time. The only other games, okay, everybody know the Reggie Miller jump when he, you know, he just came and just went fuego and like Yeah, that jump was still dribble That was in the playoffs too. <laughs> that jump was that was fake. Okay. But though, you know who got another jump? T-Mac. When T-Mac scored 13 points in 35 seconds versus the, uh, the Spurs back in the day, if you don't remember that, go watch the jump. The Bama just I don't know, dog. He like, I don't know what happened, but the Spurs, you know, the Spurs probably, she never really loafed like that, but Bama T-Mac just went hamburger, no cheese for 35 seconds. He just hit everything he made. But next to those two, like, this is right there in the mix. Like, I I can't, I I was in disbelief, dog. I was in disbelief watching it. And this is like the fourth time I watched this. You said what? Yeah, so, so was OKC. Especially after Durant hit the jump in regulation. And I yeah. thought, I thought, you know what I'm saying? I thought it was good to go. I thought it was good to go. But this Bama, yeah. they got they got angels in the outfield, angels in the front court. <laughs> Every time Steph Curry shoot the ball, it's like an angel just go and grab the jump like in the movie and just throw it in the basket. <laughs> Nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. Yeah. Yeah, uh, KD panicked. That's what happened. Like he panicked on that on that uh that last play. 
which I even allowed it. He thought they were going to foul right away. And when they didn't, he panicked like he not 6'10". All he had to do is hold his, hold his arms up. I mean, although I don't think the teammates, they didn't really do a good job of kind of, you know, coming to the ball. So the only, like, that's the only person he saw. You would have think, uh, thought that somebody would have, you know, cut right there in the middle, at, like, at that free throw line. But no one was around. They, they were looking just as clueless as him. So, I mean, you figure if, if that didn't happen, um, then yeah, they wouldn't have been in that position. So, like you said, like, they angels, <laughs> angels uh, making everything go right for them. Dog, so. jump was crazy, dog. Jump was crazy. My wife was like, she was like, do you think he might be with an Illuminati or something? He can't. He's too good. I'm like, what? Let me say The Bama left Nike for under arm. He ain't with the Illuminati. Trust and believe, young. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> 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 yeah, he got the <laughs> But yeah, And they, and they made the mistake on that, too. Nike yeah, they low, they made that. They took they got Kyrie. They took Kyrie. <laughs> they they made yeah, they took on that one. Yeah, they yeah, they launched they launched on that jump, dog. For a Bible verse, that's all he wanted on the side of his shoe. I gave him a Bible verse. I'd have gave him like, you know what I'm saying, whatever he want, any kind of accommodations, dog. <laughs> Get a screen print of his face on the back. I don't care. The Bama is real. He is real. Like, I, and he's probably the best scoring guard I've ever seen in my life. Like, I'm trying to think about what? a guard who you put the ball in their hands. Harold. And you almost Harold. Harold, you got to stop right now, though. You- <laughs> <laughs> Yo, come Listen, let me tell you something. No. All right. It's You're a moment, Harold. Yeah, you no, are. Listen, listen. Stop. No, young. No. How many y'all? Did y'all? Listen. Only people I I like I felt safe and secure with the ball in their hand in the final second. That means every clutch. Time. MJ, he's clutch, dog. He's clutch too. Right, but he's that's what you just said. There's a difference between clutch in the last ten seconds versus the best scoring or the best guard scoring ever. Right, dog. He yeah, he might be the best scoring guard ever, dog. No, stop See, it. Like I said, the problem the problem <laughs> is, man, he has to do it over a long yeah. period of time. Right. So, like now, no, as far as, like one Jeff, right, you just now, look. The only thing, the bro. only thing you could maybe argue is that he's having the best season for God. Because I mean, right now he has the highest PER in NBA history over Wilt Chamberlain's uh, 1962 season, where I think he averaged what 44 and bro. 24, and then Jordan's at 87, 88. Those are they're two, three right now. So Steph is almost a full point ahead of them for PER. But as far as Bruh. we talk about a ball time, like you can't. Uh, and yeah. I love Steph. Everybody, y'all all know that. But after a couple seasons, like you, can, you can't do that, man. That's 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 doing too much. The hyperbole. That's out of control. No, let me just say this. <laughs> yeah, if I listen, yeah. This Bama is literally the best guard we've ever seen, dog. Who's scoring like this? Nobody else is scoring like this. (laughs) Who's scoring like him, dog? Who's scoring like him out here? But the thing is, he gets an extra point on almost all of his shots because they're threes. What about the Bama's putting up 40 and 50 on mostly two-point shots like Jordan or AI or something like that? Or Kobe Bryant. It's not his fault. The Bama... It is his fault. So it's a controller controller? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Listen, I don't know no player that the game couldn't make. 2K can't even make this Bama, dog. Stop it. 
They put that out there to get You can make Jordan in the old 90s. Remember when the Batman had the 99? They, in the, in the, the one live where you had the Jordan with the 99? Batman was just fake. You ever play yeah. NBA Jam? So Nintendo can make NBA Jam or uh, Sega can make NBA Jam. But you mean a PlayStation 4 and an Xbox One? <laughs> 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 they but the Batman stopped throwing up five balls and then curse a blanket ducker from half court. They can't do, they can't do that, Curry. That was Yo, I'm, I'm trying to tell you, yeah, his curse of blink every game. As soon as he stepped on the court, tip ball, just curse of blinking, dog. Yeah, hey, listen, I may be sicing a little bit. I know, <laughs> I know, but yeah, I'm just, I, I'm just so, like, it just, uh, he just, he's so, he's so fun to watch, dog. Like, I feel like a kid again. Like when I used to watch Michael, and he would just get the ball in his hand. Like I just knew he could score. Like anytime, anywhere, and nobody can stop him. And that's how I feel about Steph Curry. Like, I feel like every time he touched the rock, nobody can stop him. He cooked Kawhi Leonard, you know what I'm saying? Baked him, shaking, baked him. So, I, I, I mean, I don't know if anybody can stop him, though. I, and, and, and up until this point, nobody can stop him. Now, if they win the championship, the, the Golden State Warriors win the cha- championship this year, are they the best team ever? <laughs> No, they still are they, they the still, best team ever? If they, look, the they still they still they still have to win another one just to even match whether it's the first Chicago Bull three P team or the second one. They still you can't just offer two because Chicago a lot of people like it gets lost in the sauce. But the seventy two uh, ten team the, the year before that they was nasty too. They was basically on the same pace uh, two years in a row. So they like you know Golden State. Golden Staters kind of will be in that territory, but they'll still have to win at least the third championship to tie. Like I said, whether you want to say it's the first three-peat Bulls team or the second one, they can't come up a, a chip short and you be like, "Are they the best?" It don't it don't work that way. So 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 if they if they break the record, the seventy-two and mm-hmm. ten jump, and they mm-hmm. win the chip, and so that'll be back to back repeat, and they beat the best record. You can't. You don't think they could be considered the best team ever? Nah, I do. I think they could. Like the best season, you mean? Well, best season. Yeah, the- if they had a best season, like you wouldn't put them. Oh, up oh as, yeah, as the best team ever. Yeah, if they had the best, yeah, in one season. I but mean, for the like, season, for like the season, dynasty, like a dynasty not- kind of thing, I wouldn't say that. Not yet. So, how many championships they got to win in order to be the best team ever? Four. Seven. Like seven. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's that's absurd. That's absurd. Nah, that seven's high. Like that, that, I, don't, I don't know. If I, seven. I feel like if they break the record this year, they win this year, and then they match or get close to the record again next year, and they win. Then they, the, in my opinion, they the best team ever. It's no if, question. If they if no. they went three in a row, if they went three in a row, then you could at least argue them in now, yeah. whether it's true or not. Yeah, that that that'll be up for discussion, yeah. but. Like, but yeah, I, I don't think you know. I don't. They gotta. They gotta win three in a row, at minimum. Yeah, uh, to be in the conversation, you gotta win three. Sorry. I, I know somebody out there feel what I'm feeling. I know somebody out there. It's alright. It's alright. You might. You might be. Uh, you might be on Rivers Island. <laughs> like he might be, he might be locking yeah. you up. <laughs> uh, so st- sticking with basketball, the Wizards they beat the Silver Hill Boys and Girls Club, <laughs> even though they struggled. 
You know, they oh, my bad. Now nah, they beat the Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> they beat them Got last it. night. They look like the Silver Hill Boys and Girls, girls Club. <laughs> but they struggled. John Wall went in Fuego, 37-7. Gortat, 18-20 and 20 rebounds. And uh, even even my man Morris, he, he, what he had, like 13 and... 11 or 13 and 10 or something six, like that. Six, six, 16, 16 and 13. Oh, 16 and 13. Yeah, no, those yeah. are nice numbers. I actually like more. Yeah. But uh, they, they they struggle. They won 116-108. Uh, but if you watch the game, you know, there was a point where I thought they was going to catch an L. I really did. You know? And John Wall just uh, played like, like we said it the other week. If you cook and you fry and you put your you put your oven on 450 bake and you go to work, <laughs> you gonna get respect, dog. You gonna get respect. I'm I'm gonna give you respect, John. You fried last night, dog. And and I know that it is tough because you put the team on your back, but that's what you gotta do. You wasn't out there shooting a bunch of three point shots, none of that. You was going to the rack, you was crossing up Bama's, going straight to the rack, dunking, all that's how you gotta play the game. And you was making the right decisions, but you were a little bit selfish with the ball, which I'm not I don't mind because you were in attack mode, dog. We need that every night. That's how Russell Westbrook play every night. He be in attack mode like that every night. And apparently one of the other players, Isaiah Cannon or somebody on the other team, like stayed at the fans or stayed at the bench after they scored and then that riled you up and got you mad. And so then you you know what I'm saying you turned it on. Bruh, you got to do that every night. You got to do that every night. I'm proud of y'all that y'all pulled this game out because y'all needed to win this game. And uh, if y'all would have lost this game, it would have been a shame um, because the Philadelphia 76ers is trash. Like, there's some teams up Laurel Boys and Girls Club that can beat them for real. So, um, <laughs> don't don't get too hyped. Don't get too hyped. But I, I'm glad y'all didn't lose it to some scrubs. Go ahead. What, what y'all got to say about it? I know y'all watched the game last night. Uh, I didn't. I didn't see the game honestly, but I did notice that Bradley Bill shot seven for twenty <laughs> and zero from three from three point land. I don't know what's going on, with Bradley Bill. I mean, I know he has the injuries and stuff. Um, I know he's coming off the bench, but man, he is not shooting the ball well at all. I mean, it's it's really bad. It's to the point now. He's been on the bench for so long. It's like, is that is that going to be his normal rotation now? Coming off the bench, the six man. I don't know, man. He looked depressed to me, huh? When I seen him out on the court last night, he looked depressed because like there was one little clip where John Wall came over to him. This is after they went up in the game, and he was like talking to him, but he just like was like had his hands on his knees, and he just was like, like he looked dejected. And I don't, I don't know where it's coming from. I do. I don't. Well, okay, all right. Enlighten us, man. Shed the shed some light. What, what's wrong with Bradley Bill? If Garrett Temple was starting over you, you'd be depressed too. Yeah, that's real talk. But that dog, you true. you mean to tell me you're not going to no paper? He not getting no haircuts. He not doing nothing. He just out <laughs> on the floor, playing, going through the motions. You like, bro? You get, he trying to get a match deal, and they trying to pull an Alfred Morris on. Yep. No, <laughs> well, listen. This is the thing. It's no thing. That's it. Yeah, you're right, dog. That's you're the right. bottom they, line. They, they, dang, young. They doing the Alpha <laughs> Morris, young, on the Bama. Oh. Garrett Temple. Garrett Temple. Think about that. Garrett Temple starting over Bradley Bill. I could beat Garrett Temple four games out of ten <laughs> in one-on-one. I believe that with all my heart. <laughs> yeah, there's no reason he should be starting. I'm sorry. 
I mean, like the the only here's a way to another way to look at it. Like to, I guess to play devil's advocate. Like if they're thinking about that they're gonna pay him, knowing his injury history. Like maybe they're just trying to bring him along slowly. Now I don't agree with it, but I'm I'm just trying. To, I mean, I'm just trying to maybe put myself in, in Ernie's crazy mind or, or, or in Randy's crazy mind, because you know obviously all of us want them gone. But you know if they mess around and make the playoffs, man, I don't feel good about you know about them being gone. So it's like a weird situation, you know, as a fan, like. You know, like you, 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 you want them to win, but at the same token, you don't. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, Bill got 31 minutes last night, 26 the night before, 28 the night before, 38, 34 the night before, 25. He's getting the minutes. So why not start him? I don't, that's the part I don't understand. He's getting plenty of minutes as a starter. That, those are starter minutes. So I don't, I don't understand why they're not putting him in the lineup. It can't be because of the injury because they don't play him 31 minutes in the game. Right, but it's called funny business. That's what it is. You, you, we we know Randy. His 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 uh rotations have always been suspect. So, man, I don't know. I do have to give him oh. credit though. They have dejected Nene out of the first and second straight, and I didn't think that ever would happen under Randy Whitman's uh, coaching. So I am glad that now that they got the uh, Morris trade completed, I've seen very little of Nene uh, in the game, especially in critical points of the game. Yeah, they 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 leaning on Morris. Morris looking looking. Well, he's a scorer. He's looking, he can score. He looks good, though. Yeah, he, yeah. The thing is about Morris, he fits. Like he fits. Like him and Gortat was doing work last night. Like, and I know it's the Philadelphia 76, so I had to, I had the weather. Yeah, you know, throw that in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Make sure you throw that in there. But 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 I like Morris' game. I like him, that the fact that he can run a four. That he can get the ball, he can actually dribble the ball up the court, and the fact that he can he can play within the flow of the game, and it looks like John, like I mean, from what I saw last night, it looked like John likes having him. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what's going on with Bill, dog. I, I, it, it looked like the funny business. It looks like funny business because he's not starting. You're right, <laughs> Garrett Temple. I didn't even think about it, but Garrett Temple, he, yeah, he, the fact that he's starting over Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill's still getting the minutes, but when he's out on the floor, he don't look like himself. The Batman been off. His jumper's been just off. Yeah, way off. I don't, that's I don't know if that's confident. There may probably confidence or something. I don't I don't know, dog. I don't know. But if it continues down his path, the right might be on the wall. The right might be on the wall. So I don't know if they make the playoffs. I, it's gonna be interesting to see how that play out because I don't even know what's gonna happen if he make the playoffs. What 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 is Bradley Bill's role go to? Like, is he still gonna come off the bench? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I don't I don't know, dog. I don't he know. Devaluing this dude right yeah, now. Yeah, they trying to devalue more on the on the on the on the slight tip. Um, but I mean, it ain't gonna work though. You don't think so? Nah. Because like I said, I still think at the end of the day, somebody would pay him. So how are they going to devalue him if you're a free agent? Like, obviously, your value is always with somebody else is willing to pay. And I mean, I think it'll be definitely teams out there that would play bad Bradley Bill. So, I mean, only, like I said, only worry is his health. 
So I, by them bringing him off the bench or doing whatever, I don't really think it's taking away anything from his value. Maybe his play is, but like you know how they're playing him, I don't think that is. Uh, but we're gonna be watching. I mean, they were three games out of uh, out of the playoffs, um, and I mean, we're gonna see. We're gonna see how they how they continue six and two since the All Star break. So we're gonna see how they they keep progressing. Um, Kirk Cousins. You like that? Yeah, that like Bama. Kirk Cousins. Franchise tag, non-exclusive. Like uh, team like announced that. today. So he'll be getting $19.995 million on a contract for this upcoming season. Good or bad? Well, uh, firstly, I was kind of hoping they transition tagged him instead of uh, franchise tagging him because I, I was anxious to see what other teams would end up offering him. I know nobody's going to give us two ones for him, so it's probably not a good chance he'll get a, a real contract offer. Um, but it is good that, hope, well, if they don't end up re-signing him before the deadline, that they have another year to play it out because there's still a chance they get a contract done. I don't know what the deadline is, but I think they have a few weeks to still be able to try to work something out. Yeah, I think it's July 1st or something like that. Um, Jeff, you got Kirk Cousins one more year, man. Yeah, one more year. Um, I, I think, I think. Uh, I mean, yeah, the transition tag would have been nice, but I mean, it is what it is. Like, I'm just glad, hopefully, that it, it is one year. At this point, I don't, I don't think that they're gonna, you know, get a deal done. I think, you know, obviously, Kirk Cousins is gonna sign it, and and they're gonna have to see see how it plays out. And 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 this is what everybody wants to see: whether he can do it again whether last year was a fluke because this year's schedule looks a lot more beastly <laughs> than last year's schedule. So, I mean, if he, if he can if he can get it done this year, I think everybody would be more than happy to give him the money. I mean, it, it's, but it had it had to happen. I mean, it's it's a come up for him though, that for sure. Like 20 million. <laughs> That's a come up yeah. off yes, of one is. year. Yes, sir. Off That's on team. Get on. <laughs> so, but but yeah, I'm glad I'm glad we we get to take another look at him for the year before you know offering him uh, a long term or, or, or big deal because if he is able to play, he he's gonna get paid because I mean I just saw um, Sam Bradford, the Eagles just extended him yeah. for uh, for two years, thirty five, twenty six guaranteed. I'm like, mm. goodness, wow. So yeah, so um, but. It is what it is. I guess it's the market. If you a quarterback, well, the market's kind of already set. Yeah. So. <laughs> so Sam Bradford got that. Kirk Cousins is like licking his chops right now. That's what, that's what I'm saying. If he have another year like he did last year, Kirk, Kirk is probably going to be signing. He's going to be making 18 to 20 a year. Yep. Man. But the thing is, we we kind of in the minority on Kirk. There's a lot. There's a large demographic of people who just automatically drawn a conclusion that Kirk Cousins is the man, and that next year he will just be in the dough. Like that's a, like a foregone conclusion. He will be in the dough, and he will have a great season again this next year. I don't. I don't that's necessarily subscribe to that. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily think so. I think his numbers will will downgrade from this year going into next year. Well, now. You know, if if they're six and ten and his numbers are down, like does his payday go up? Because I I just don't. 
I mean, people are talking like like it's an automatic thing. Like, oh, it doesn't matter if you franchise tag him or not. Like, you're going to have to pay him down the line. And like, like, he couldn't be a bum again. Because, okay. like, they forgot that he was a bum. And right. then, and then they, they 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 put together the puzzle piece that you know what I'm saying fed this Bama the 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 the, the uh, hungry man dinners and gave him the easy 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 offense check down city and then <laughs> check down city not gonna work next year though it's not gonna work yeah teams well here's the and, that, and, and we, what needs to happen is Deshaun needs to stay healthy all year. Then, you know, hopefully that'll help, you know, make sure things stay open down the field, you know, and, and having that space. So, uh, you know, because a lot of that they checked down City was because he was out the lineup. So because they typically always going to take like a, at least two shots a game. So, um, but, but, but yeah, but I think I think the biggest thing too wasn't just Deshaun Jackson with Jordan Reed's at Burns. Jordan Reed. Yeah, I mean Jordan. Jordan is his, is his meal ticket. We all know that. So obviously Jordan has to stay healthy. Like like Jordan, he should have been in the in the office in the negotiations with Kurt. Like you know, I I, I want what he getting. <laughs> that's you know that's that's what it is. So. Like, hopefully, Jordan stay healthy because last year, you know, that's always been his biggest thing on whether he stays healthy or not. And last year he did. So, um, so we're going to find out. Speaking of quarterbacks, Peyton Manning out here playing Russian roulette, playing uh, chicken with the uh, retirement. Is he going to retire or what is he doing? He trying to get another check? Because I think if he come back, the HGH police going to come after him, though. <laughs> That's what he's worried about. Yep. Yeah. The scandal. I think he wants to play, but he's worried about the scandal with the, uh, him putting his nuts on that girl's head and the HGH thing. So I think that's really what's holding him back as far as making a decision. Yeah, he not trying. Yeah, he. I, I think that is too. But at some point, he got to make a decision. But does he? Nah, I mean, he, not- I, he, I mean, he kind of does because they still got Brock. Like Brock, Brock might get up out of there. Like I don't think they want to because I mean, he looked like he can be good. He was solid. He held the fort down. So you think Elway gonna they, keep keep paying over Brock? I don't think. I think. If I Payton think he's done in Denver. Again, I think they gonna bring them scissors out. Yeah, he's yeah, done in Denver anyway. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because I mean. At some point, though, like, I mean, unless he's going to be on the HGH, which that's going to bring heat to the team, all that stuff, like, he got to go somewhere else. He got to go somewhere else. Um, I mean, it's funny because I almost I almost want to see him play one more year to see if he know what he think he's doing. Like, in terms no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. I mean, no. I kind of I do because he... You, you know, just want, you want the entertainment. Now, I mean, he been using the excuse that you know that he was still kind of hurt. So, like, if he think if he thinks he's really healthy, I mean, I, I like to I like to see you know what I mean if he if he lost his mind or if he on something. <laughs> Yo, my, my dad think he my dad think he can go play basketball with me right now. I would dunk on him. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, time you can't beat it. No, can't beat it, dog. He, he's done. His arms noodle soup. His hip. But let me let me ask let me let me let me ask y'all this. 
Like, Chad Pennington never had a strong arm, but somehow he managed to win the league. So you, you, you don't think that being man's arm, even though he's lost strength, is as strong as Chad Pennington's arm? Is it, is it Chad different Pennington league? Is it's a different league. Okay, but he's 40, what, 41, 42 now? He's 39. Nah, he's not that old. He's not that old. 39. 40, he don't like, he, he don't like 45, though. Don't like yeah. he can't grip the ball. <laughs> he can't grip the ball. got his fingertips burnt off like he a criminal. The <laughs> 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 Bama done, though. He done. He come back, it's going to be to his demise. He it's going to hurt his legacy, too. Himself, yeah. right out I mean, how, but how... I mean, everybody always says that, though. How is it going to really hurt his legacy? I mean, he because did win the Super Bowl. He, he just won. His, even if he didn't play well, that was his first time not really playing well since you going way back to them early years, rookie year and stuff. But people, so, people like, remember the last, like, the last yeah. you leave. Nah, so, man. He, he, but he, got, he just won. But he just won the Super Bowl. He, got he didn't win that. Now. The defense won I mean, that Super Bowl. He, he, man, but he was the quarterback for the last three games. He didn't do that. He played well. He played well in... Huh? I said you can't do that because you could take Brady's first two Super Bowls away if you're gonna say the defense won uh, Peyton's last ring. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you can't, did, you can't, you can't do that. And yeah, but I mean, too. but you know, it's a, you know, it's a team game, though. Like, so don't like that's that's the thing <laughs> that always frustrates me when people make those arguments. Like, like Yo, one person I, wins. If, I'm, Jeff, if, like if I watch a Peyton out there, I'm always, I just want to see him get his wig split. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'm not watching him to like see him like do good anymore because I just don't think he has it in him. Like, I mean, anytime you throwing your whole body into a, a, a throw, 15 yards, like man, look if he if he can if he could get uh, if he can find another team, let's say the Texans with a good defense and a running no. game. And no. then look, 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 look. Let me finish. If he can find they got a good defense and a running game, and he doesn't turn the ball over, that was the biggest thing. Let's say he only threw the nine touchdown passes, but he had like seven picks. Like those numbers would definitely be pedestrian, but he wouldn't have turned the ball over a bunch. So like, if he can do that, that's you know, if he thinks he could still play and, and he and he's actually healthy, like I said, I wouldn't mind. I want to see. If he, you know what I mean, if he could do it one more time to see, is he, like, he is done. he really washed? Like I said. The Super Bowl, <laughs> the Super Bowl didn't show you that? The Super Bowl didn't show you he was washed? I mean, but but look at this, though. The game, the game against, uh, who was it, the Steelers? He played well in that game. He probably would have had no, over 300 yards pass. Yes, yeah, he no. did. They dropped, they dropped seven passes. passes. He would have had, yeah, he would have had over 300 yards passing if they didn't drop all them passes. He That's played well in that game. game. But that's I mean, it was in the playoffs. They had, but they had to win it though. And Pittsburgh didn't really have their defense was okay. Their secondary was getting. That big. was the game. He came straight off the HGH tablet, Jones. He, he, <laughs> he was out. He come out on, for like six weeks before come that. Come on, that, nah. He he had play, He played the he played the last week of the season when he spelled Brock at halftime and got them that W because they weren't going to win that game the he way Brock four passes, I think. <clears throat> but look, this is the thing, though. The, the the thing about Peyton Manning, the games he played well in were the games where he had a, uh, um, like almost like a bye week in between. So he played horrible for the season. He had, what, 17 interceptions, I believe. And then, you know, Brock took the starting job and then, you know, he came back in for Brock and he played, you know, decent. And then I believe they had the um, they had the first round bye, and then he came and he played and he played well. And then of course against uh, the Panthers, that was another bye week because they had you know two weeks before the Super Bowls played. So that's when he plays well. But when he's playing every single week, 
he's he's going to deteriorate part by week three. He it's not going to last. He can't go to training camp. His arm is done. He has neck fusion. He had bad foot. <laughs> like, dude, you I can't. Mean, all these little things are going to add up. I mean, so I got a I, I, my my thing is, I'll just say this, and then I'm finished with it. Like, my thing is, like, why is it a big deal to everybody else if? You know, if he want to come back and play, because we all know if he do, this year would be his last year. Well, there's no it, way he playing two years. Well, I don't think it's a big deal to us, but it's a big deal to Denver because that can hurt their franchise if they. Well, play, I just saw, I, I, I saw that uh, to answer your question on what we talked about earlier. Like, <clears> if he's on the roster March 9th, then he's guaranteed 19 million. So basically, oh, yeah, he has a week. Yeah, yeah, he has a week <laughs> to decide. He's retired. So we- he retired, bro. They going to make him retire, dog. Yeah. They going to have FBI agents outside his house. Like, <laughs> bro, <laughs> you're done. Sign this piece Yo, of paper man. right here. Yo, wow, man. <laughs> Aaron, you was going to say something, Aaron? Yeah, it's just that it depends on what you attribute his play to. If you think it's injuries, then, of course, he can come back for another year and see if he can do better. If you think he's just washed, that's another thing. The, but the other thing to that is Peyton at 60% is better than half the quarterbacks in the league or a better option than half the quarterbacks in the league because he brings stuff other than just what he provides from a passing box score to the game. So if you're the Rams right. and teams like that where you're starting Case Keenum and Nick Foles and it's, it's at least 15 other teams in a similar situation, why not bring Peyton Manning if, that, if you have a chance to do that? Half of the teams can't even sell tickets even if he comes in and throws nine touchdowns and 17 interceptions. I mean, it's, he brings something to the table. I just don't see why he has to retire now if he doesn't want to. I agree. There you have it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we we drive up on our time. We we up on our time. We go uh, when we come back. Well, I mean, I guess you can tell them about the Batman who ran the four. What four seven nine? You can do it in ten DB. minutes. Yeah, you can wrap it up in ten. <laughs> what did he run? What was his name? Huh? Oh, Keith Marshall, the running back. No, he. Oh yeah, nah. He 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 ran a four four three one. Yeah, yeah. He got blazing speed. I'm talking about the slow Bama. Oh, what's what's the what's the guy's name? Arrow from Kentucky. The the DB from Kentucky. You talking about? He's like AJ. AJ Stamps or something like. That. Yeah, ran a four eight five. Four eight five dog. Is he? No. Yeah. So, and, and he's an actual DB, not a safety. Uh, well, DB could be either one. I, he might have been a safety with that type of I speed. hope he's a safety. I mean, that's still slow, mm-hmm. but I mean. <laughs> no, I can backpedal that faster than 485. <laughs> yeah, how you run a 485 at? <laughs> 20, 21 years old. That's, right. that's ridiculous. No, nah, I'm just saying that's 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 a shame, dog. That's disrespectful <laughs> to the other players who work hard in the offseason. <laughs> like you disrespecting them, dog. But I had to say this though, and I and I look I looked up a couple names that ran poor forties. I got three of them. Navarro Bowman ran a four seven. And you already know he's probably one of the best linebackers in there. Yeah, he real. He real. That's the key. Uh, That's the key. He a linebacker. <laughs> okay. 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 Hold on. I got something else for you. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. Anquan, Anquan Bolden ran a four seven. You still make it to four eight. Mm-hmm. But still, a four <laughs> receiver four eight don't make it in the league, dog. Okay. The I mean, but, but D, but D, how many? Yeah, how many players are in the league? You name two. 
Okay, I got one more, I got one more for you. I just said, I mean, I ain't want to take this all, you know, take all day with this. But okay, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Terrell Suggs ran a four eight five. He only got to run from the D line to the quarterback. This man got to cover Deshaun Jackson going up top. <laughs> No, but a forty-five is a forty-five. Unless you were lineman doing a little foot drill. Look, man, hey, yo, look, look. I don't want none. I don't want. I don't want none of me, bro. If I'm drafting, I don't want none of my DBs. At minimum, they got to be at four-six. At minimum. But I'm gonna say this though. I think there's too much weight into this forty-yard dash because you run in the joint half naked with some cleats <laughs> on on a on a on a turf field with no pads on. Like with your hand down the grass, what DB puts their hands down on the grass to run with their arm up? Who does that? And they <laughs> runs full speed, but they face all tight. Bamas don't run like that on the field. To me, you got to look at the forty yard dash almost like the SATs. Look, you can get straight A's <laughs> through your whole career in high school. You get a you get an eight fifth in your SATs. You ain't going to Harvard, but you going to Morehouse. Like that's how it works. <laughs> 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 like you, you ain't you ain't have you ain't have the name the HB. <laughs> but the thing I'm saying is that it's too much. It's too much weight put into this forty yard dash. Like I would look you at a guy it. how he plays on the field. Does he play fast? Because to me, like for instance, Terrell, um, Terrell Owens. To me, he was never like a really fast forty guy. But when you watch him on the field. T.O. was separate from people. Jerry Rice didn't run a great 40, but he was separate from people. How do you play on the field with your helmet on, with your pads on, and with your cleats on in the ground? How how fast do you play? Not how fast do you run? They, they weren't for... I, I'll say this. I'll say this. They didn't run 4.8. I know that much. At all. Hey, Jerry Rice. They <laughs> he said ran a 4.6? He ran a well. They say unofficially he ran a four seven. They called him Jerry Rice Cakes or something like that because he ran so slow. I think I think it's a matter of position though. I think it. I think it's more weight based on it depending upon what position uh, you play. If you play fast, you shouldn't run a four eight under any circumstance unless your foot broken or something. But there's no, no reason for. For a guy to be running four eight at twenty one in the defensive backfield, it's just out of the question. The, no, no. The only other way you maybe the only other way you maybe run a four eight is if you had some youngin in the morning before the before the combine. <laughs> so the protein out of you. Energy, yeah, it took, took that out of you. <laughs> but uh, but other than that, dog, if you be young and you play fast, it's like like Aaron said, there's no reason but, you should be okay, running a four eight. But let me ask you this though: it's a lot of pressure at that combine, and like you on the field, like which you know what I'm saying, getting ready for a game. Like you got all these bammers looking at you. Your forty time means so Gee. much. Like D, to me, come on. you can be tense. You about to pay these guys millions of dollars, dog. Like I know, but I, you, so, you ain't so hold on a second. So you talking about the SAT means everything? Like the your straight A's mean nothing? Like you're, no, you're if you have straight A's, nah. you get a two hundred on the SAT. I'm sorry, so, something is not connecting. <laughs> Something's wrong, dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, 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 you but hold on, but hold on yeah, a second. You, you looking off? You looking off? Cuzzo paper the whole thing. If you get a two hundred on your SATs, dog, it's a wrap. Dumb. You got good study habits if you get straight A's, but you dumb for it. Okay. Or, or, or you got a tutor or somebody helping you with your homework. 
Okay. You, you, you cheating. Cheating on Tess. You cheating. That's what you're doing. To. Yeah. But look, though. Well, they just said, froze up in the moment. They, look, that's but Terrell says we're in a 485. I don't care what position it is. Unless you are offensive lineman or maybe a D lineman, that 485 is only acceptable in that part. He played linebacker. What 485 linebacker would you draft? The Bama broke the record for the most sacks in a in a college season at 24. Do you disregard 24 sack season of a record season because he ran a 485? But D, you're, the dude, but D, the dude you're talking about didn't put up those type of numbers. We we know that he didn't okay. have those college. <laughs> okay, okay, I know how to get. Hey, would you draft him to the Giants? Would you be mad drafting if they drafted him? Who, that no. DB? Yeah. I look at this game tape first. I do a 485. If I'm the scout young, I'm gonna just go look to the and get a bam in a little pink slip like yeah, you see next year, bro. Like, arena league arena league is hiring. Like, you know what I'm saying? Up Canada, you think about you wanna play up Canada? Like I the, the NFL is is off the docket for you, bro. Is it nah, five in DB position? But that wasn't Come the only part. Not at DB. He was, he, was, he was stiff in his hips, and he he just had bad movement altogether. <laughs> he just ain't look good. But I mean, I'm just what a blow, though. I'm just saying, this the forty time to me has too much weight because there's not a lot of situations at every position where you're gonna run f- like straight line forty yard dash in a football field. The field's only a hundred yards. How many times are you gonna have to run forty yards in a game? Like you don't think it's relative, though? It, it, it is, but I, I think it has too much weight, though. It means too much because you draft players and they move up the boards based off of 40 times. But but Al Davis did now, so I don't really see it happening the way that I ca- it kind of used to. Like uh, with Darius Hayward Bay, for example, getting drafted, what was he, like seventh overall and stuff like that? Yeah. I just feel like it's more of a media hype thing and not as much with the GMs and yeah. the scouts. I mean, like the GMs and the coaches, they hip, they know, like, 485, is, you're done. You're not making the league. Like, but the, the but, 40 you know, times they, is Randy, Randy Moss's like, fault. It's Randy Moss's fault about the 40 time. Because Randy Moss, with his height and speed, it kind of changed. And everybody was trying to find this height and speed type wide receiver. And then it just kind of changed the game a little bit. That's a fact. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Randy. Appreciate you, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, with that said, uh, uh, Black Sports 980, BLK, at BLK Sports 980. Uh, we be back in the building Thursday, Friday, my birthday. Um, Uh-oh. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know. What about Saturday night, though? What about Saturday night? Uh, I don't know. what. I mean, you can't uh, tag up on both days. <laughs> Thursday night, take off Friday. I am on Friday. But okay. Thursday night, she had something planned for me Thursday night. She, uh, that's, that's the night she had something planned for me. Okay. So, uh, oh no, duh. Oh no. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about it. Let me speak. How does that feel? How does that feel?